Reformers, A Hymn of Hate by Dorothy Parker This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. Reading by Bologna Times I hate reformers. They raise my blood pressure. They are the prohibitionists, the fathers of bootlegging. They made us what we are today. I hope they're satisfied. They can prove that the Johnstown flood and the blizzard of 1888 and the destruction of Pompeii were all due to alcohol. They have figured it out, that anyone who would give a gin daisy a friendly look is just wasting his time out of jail, and anyone who would stay under the same roof with a bottle of scotch is right in line for a cozy seat in the electric chair. They fix things all up pretty for us. Now that they have dried up the country, you can hardly get a drink unless you go in and order one. They are in a nasty state over this light wines and beer idea. They say that lips that touch liquor shall never touch wine. They swear that the Eighteenth Amendment shall be improved upon. Over their dead bodies, fair enough. Then there are the suppressors of vice, the boys who made the name of Cable a household word. Their aim is to keep art and letters in their place. If they see a book, which does not come right out and say that the doctor brings babies in his little black bag, or find a painting of a young lady showing her without her rubbers, they call out the militia. They have a mean eye for dirt. They can find it. In a copy of What Katie Did at School, or a snapshot of Aunt Bessie in bathing at Sandy Creek or a picture postcard of moonlight in Bryant Park. They are always running around suppressing things, beginning with their desires. They get a lot of excitement out of life. They are constantly discovering the new Rabelais, or the twentieth-century Hogarth. Their leader is regarded as the representative of Comstock here on earth. How does that song of Tosti's go? Goodbye, Sumner, goodbye, goodbye. There are the movie censors. The motion picture is still in its infancy. They are the boys who keep it there. If the film shows a party of clubmen tossing off ginger ale, or a young bride dreaming over tiny garments, or Douglas Fairbanks kissing Mary Pickford's hand, they cut out the scene, and burn it in the public square. They fix up all the historical events so that their own mothers wouldn't know them, they make Dubarry Mrs. Louis fifteenth, and show that Anthony and Cleopatra were like brother and sister, and announce Salome's engagement to John the Baptist, so that the audience won't go and get ideas in their heads. They insist that Sherlock Holmes is made to say, Quick, Watson, the crochet needle, and the state pays them for it. They say they are going to take the sin out of cinema, if they perish in the attempt I wish to God they would. And then there are the all-American crabs, the brave little band that is against everything. They have got up the idea that things are not what they were when Grandma was a girl. They say they don't know what we're coming to, as if they had just written the line. They are always running a temperature over the modern dances or the new skirts, or the goings-on of the younger set. They can barely hold themselves in when they think of the menace of the drama. They seem to be 
going ahead under the idea that everything but the passion play was written by Avery Hopwood. They will never feel really themselves until every theater in the country is raised. They are forever signing petitions, urging that cigarette smokers should be deported, and that all places of amusement should be closed on Sunday and kept closed all week. They take everything personally. They go about shaking their heads and sighing, It's all wrong! It's all wrong! They said it. I hate reformers. They raise my blood pressure. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.